0: Good morning, and welcome to Simply Politics. It's Saturday, February 10th. On today's show, fact check, Trump falsely claims he cooperated with the feds far more than Biden did, and Pakistan election result 2024 live updates. Amid fractured mandate, Sharif's PMLN in talks with Bhutto-led PPP to form coalition. Plus Democrats file FEC complaint against Robert Kennedy Jr. and Allied Super PAC, This coverage and more up next. I'm David and you're listening to Simply Politics. We start off with a look at former President Donald Trump, who is currently the leading candidate for the Republican presidential nomination and his recent false claims about the extent of his cooperation with federal authorities over the classified documents he retained after leaving office, compared to President Joe Biden's cooperation. Here to discuss this further is Celeste, a correspondent for Simply Politics. Can you shed some light on these claims made by Trump?
1: Certainly, David. Trump claimed that he cooperated with federal authorities far more than Biden did, and that Biden fought them all the way. However, these claims are not true there is no reasonable argument that Trump cooperated as much as Biden. Biden cooperated with his federal investigation in multiple ways, according to the special counsel who probed his conduct, while Trump faces a charge of conspiracy to obstruct justice, among other obstruction-related charges, for allegedly trying in multiple ways to thwart the probe into his own conduct.
0: So what are the specifics of Trump's alleged obstruction and Biden's cooperation?
1: The special counsel who handled the Biden probe, Robert Herr, noted serious aggravating facts in the Trump case that don't exist in the Biden case. Trump allegedly refused to return classified documents for many months and obstructed justice by enlisting others to destroy evidence and then lie about it. In contrast, Biden turned in classified documents to the National Archives and the the Department of Justice, consented to the search of multiple locations, including his homes, sat for a voluntary interview, and in other ways cooperated with the investigation.
0: What about Trump's claim that Biden fought them all the way?
1: There's no basis for that claim. Biden's representatives self-reported in 2022 that they had found classified material in an office Biden had used, sparking the probe that eventually resulted in her's appointment. They also notified the National Archives and Records Administration when they discovered classified documents in Biden's former office and his Delaware home. Biden gave the FBI consent to search his garage and his entire house. FBI agents were also permitted to search his Senate papers at the University of Delaware.
0: And how does Trump's cooperation compare to Biden's?
1: Trump's cooperation did not come close to matching Biden's. Before the special counsel was appointed, Trump failed for months to satisfy requests from the National Archives and Records Administration to return official documents. After the Justice Department served Trump with a grand jury subpoena to return all documents with classification markings, Trump's team returned some documents but not all. The subsequent FBI search of Mar-a-Lago found more than 100 documents with classification markings.
0: What are the allegations of criminal obstruction by Trump?
1: Special counsel Jack Smith alleges that Trump tried to obstruct the FBI and grand jury investigations and conceal his continued retention of classified documents. This included suggesting that his attorney falsely represent to the FBI and grand jury that Trump did not have documents called for by the grand jury subpoena, directing an aide to move boxes of documents to conceal them, and attempting to delete security camera footage at Mar-a-Lago to conceal information from the FBI and grand jury.
0: While Biden's cooperation stands out in the US, let's shift our focus to Pakistan, where the 2024 election results are coming in without a clear victor. Despite concerns from countries like the US and UK over the electoral processes, Pakistan's army chief has congratulated the nation on successfully carrying out the polls. Both Pakistan Tariqa Insaf Chief Imran Khan and Pakistan Muslim League Nawaz's Nawaz Sharif have declared victory, but both parties fall short of a majority. Here to discuss this further is Abby, a correspondent for Simply Politics. Can you break down the results for us?
2: Certainly, David. As it stands, Sharif's party has won the most seats by a single party in the election, but supporters of the imprisoned cricketer-turned-politician Khan whose party backed independence instead of running as a single bloc, won the most seats overall. Sharif's party is now in talks with the PPP, led by the Bhutto-Zardari family, to form a coalition government since it has failed to win a clear majority on its own. And what
0: about the concerns raised by the U.S., U.K., and E.U. about the fairness of the polls?
2: Yes. These countries have expressed concerns about Pakistan's electoral process— and urged a probe into reported irregularities. This isn't the first time such concerns have been raised. The army has a significant influence in the politics of Pakistan and is often seen as manipulating elections to get their preferred candidate to win.
0: What does this mean for Imran Khan and his party, PTI?
2: Despite Khan being in prison and his party being banned from contesting the polls, they've had a pretty good run. Independent candidates, backed by the PTI, are currently leading in the race. The PTI leadership is going to begin internal consultations to decide which party its supported, elected representative should join. They could potentially join a smaller party, which would then become the largest party and counter Sharif's claim that PMLN was the largest and had the right to form the government.
0: And where do things stand now?
2: As vote counting nears completion, No clear victor has emerged yet. The announcement of results has been delayed beyond normal, leading to speculation about vote rigging. According to the Election Commission of Pakistan, so far, the counting in 250 seats of the National Assembly has been completed and the independent candidates, a vast majority of them backed by Khan's PTI party, are on the top with 99 seats. The group was followed by PMLN with 71 seats PPP with 53 and other seats going to smaller parties. What are the implications of this election for India? From India's perspective, elections in Pakistan are about the way the balance of power between the civilian government and the military plays out. South Bloc considers the change of army chief as the real transition of power in Pakistan, unlike in democracies where elections lead to peaceful transfers of power. Thanks for
0: your insights, Abby. Now, Let's shift our focus to a recent National Rifle Association presidential forum in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, where former President Donald Trump refrained from attacking President Joe Biden's age, a departure from his usual approach. Here to discuss this further is Michael, a correspondent for Simply Politics. Can you share more about this? Yes, David. It's interesting to note that Trump, known for his often combative and personal attacks, chose not to comment on Biden's age during the forum. This is a topic that has been a point of contention and debate among voters and politicians alike. That's quite unusual for Trump. Do we have any theories as to why he might have chosen to avoid this topic? While we can't say for certain, it's possible that Trump is trying to shift the focus from personal attacks to policy-based criticisms. It could also be a strategic move to avoid alienating older voters who make up a significant portion of the electorate. That's an interesting perspective. How has this change in approach been received by the public and other politicians? The reaction has been mixed. Some appreciate the shift towards more policy-focused discussions, while others view it as a calculated political move. Regardless, it's a notable change in Trump's usual rhetoric. Thanks for the updates, Michael. In other political news, the Democratic National Committee has accused third-party candidate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. of violating federal election law. The DNC alleges that Kennedy unlawfully coordinated with a supportive super PAC in a $15 million effort to collect signatures for state ballot access. Here to discuss this further is James, a correspondent for Simply Politics. Can you tell us more about these allegations?
3: Certainly, David. The complaint comes in the wake of an announcement by American Values 2024, a super PAC, that it plans to spend $15 million to collect signatures in 15 states to get Kennedy on the ballot. The DNC's legal counsel, Bob Lenhard, argues that state law presumes, and in some cases requires, that the candidate or candidate committee is involved in the petition process. This, he says, makes the super PAC's spending an illegal in-kind donation. And how has Kennedy's campaign responded to these allegations? Kennedy's campaign manager, Amaryllis Fox Kennedy, who is also his daughter-in-law, has called the FEC complaint a non-issue. She explained that the campaign has created a structure that allows any volunteer to download signature forms for various states and then mail them in for verification by a campaign vendor. She also stated that, to her knowledge, they have yet to receive any signatures from American Values PAC or any PAC.
0: What about American Values 2024, the super PAC in question? What's their take on this? Tony Lyons, the founder of American Values, has
3: dismissed the complaint as a desperate DNC tactic to defame Kennedy and drain his campaign funds. He accused the DNC of wanting to deny millions of people their basic
0: constitutional voting rights. So what's next? What are the potential implications of this complaint for Kennedy's campaign and the 2024 election?
3: The complaint will be reviewed by the Federal Election Commission, which will then decide whether to investigate. If the FEC finds that Kennedy's campaign did unlawfully coordinate with the super PAC, it could result in fines or other penalties. This could certainly impact Kennedy's campaign and potentially the broader 2024
0: election landscape. That's certainly something to watch. Thanks for the report, James. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Politics. We'll see you back here tomorrow.